Hey guys, thank you all for tuning in. I'm not recording on my mic today again because the truth is I can't really get up from where I'm sitting. <laughs> um, I've had a migraine probably for the last four days and I am kind of experiencing a series of unfortunate events that have just led me to this place where I'm just like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to rest in you. So this episode is going to get really real and uh, there's going to be a lot of ambient sound. We're dog sitting and she likes to snore and she's laying right beside me. So might get a little bit of that. Um, You'll hear the birds. You'll hear people's dogs barking. You may hear the maintenance man come in because yesterday my toilet just decided to crack and flood water all over the bathroom floor. So you may hear a few things and that's fine because this is my life. And sometimes you have to force quiet in the middle of chaos. And so I want to talk a little bit about the intentionality of God through your trials. I really believe that the Lord has called me to live a life of suffering. And that sounds very odd to people. Before I really explain what that looks like, we all have hardship. Some of our lives are completely defined by that hardship. Some of us learn how to navigate through that hardship really well, um, all kinds. And some of us, our power gets defined in the moments where our faith is challenged and when we hit rock bottom, so to speak, or we get the wind knocked out of us, you know, those those experiences and those encounters you have that change everything from the smallest things in your life to the biggest things, from the smallest decisions to the biggest decisions, they all impact the trajectory of your life and the way that you respond to those things and the way that you perceive those things is everything is paramount. And so I've just been called to this life of like moving through hard things and hard is relative. Okay. I have my health. I have a home. I have a vehicle. I have food. I have a husband. I have a community. I have family. Hard is very relative. Okay. Hard is very relative, but there are some weighty things externally and internally that um, I'm working through, working through understanding and taking everything in stride and in every situation, kind of looking up to God, like what's the teaching moment in this? And sometimes, sometimes the teaching moment comes later and God just wants you to sit in it, to sit in it and be aware that he's with you, which is hard too. You know, you're sitting in your stuff with God and you're like, so, you know, you could You could just snap your fingers and this could be over with. What you doing? (laughs) You know, but his presence, man, his presence changes everything. And so what I've been trying to do as of late is, first of all, praise God. I pray in the spirit. I sing songs. I listen to worship music. I recite scripture. I read my Bible. I listen to podcasts and sermons. I inundate myself with the word. I listen to things that I've recorded. I read things that I've written in order to encourage me and uh, just to remind me that the most important thing that matters is the love of God. And the intentionality of God 
is always out to show you how much he loves you in every circumstance. Like God wants to show you how much he loves you in every single way that a God could love the child he created in his image. And so I think when you look at circumstances like that, because I think I have the tendency and I realized this yesterday, I have the tendency when things happen that are uncomfortable or challenging or I feel like that didn't need to happen. Like my toilet didn't need to break. What What's that for? Like, I don't need to be behind on bills. What's the point of that? Like, what's what is the point of these things? You know, what is the point of people I love being bound by addiction? What is the point? What's the point of this? You know, and then my mind will automatically venture to, well, what did I do to deserve this? Or what am I doing wrong? Or what is God trying to show me? And sometimes your trial is just for somebody else. Sometimes your trial is just to give you this heightened sense of awareness that like this is not really about you. It has everything and nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with you because the way that you go through that trial and the way that you're able to testify while you're going through it and after that's meaningful and only you can go through a trial in the way that how can I say this you being you is special you going through a set of circumstances that somebody else could be going through but handling in in the way that you do and having the foresight and even the hindsight that you do is unique and it's special and it's blessed and God wants to use that God wants to use that for your sphere of influence God wants to use that for your children God wants to use that to break off generational curses. God wants to use the thing that you're going through to reach someone else. And so in that aspect, it has everything to do with you. But then in that sa- in that very same vein, it has nothing to do with you because it's about God's desires for his kids to come to him. He wants all of his kids to be saved. You know, those of you who have children, if you had to like pick which one of your kids made it to heaven and which ones went to hell, that would be horrifying. What good loving parent wants to make that kind of decision. God's desire is for all of his children to come into the full knowledge of who he is. God's desire is for all of his children to choose him. He's not a sadist. He's not a masochist. He's he's fully loving, you know. And so your obedience and your perspective in the trials that you go through is paramount. I honestly feel like when we go through trials and tests, we pass purely based on not necessarily if we flip out or if we have like very natural emotional responses to the things that we go through. Those things are a gift from God. I say all the time, God gifted you your emotions for a reason. God wants to use your emotions to bring you closer to him and closer to other people. But the enemy wants to use your emotions in order to keep you captive. The enemy wants to use your emotions for evil. God always wants to use your emotions to get you closer to him. An emotion is only counterproductive when it causes you to sin. It's okay if you feel anger. The moment that anger causes you to sin, that's when it becomes an issue. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be aroused, right? But the moment those emotions walk you into sin, they become an issue. And so I think like I said, the test, passing the test is not really about having those very natural emotions. God wants us to feel. God feels. Jesus felt. But it's in like what we do with what he's given us. 
every trial is a package and how you utilize that thing means everything to God. Your perspective, your posture, all of those things are important to God. And so when God hands you a trial and your posture is praise, when God hands you a a trial and your posture is believing and hoping against hope, when God hands you a trial and your posture is reaching out to other people and loving on them and giving and serving and praying and interceding, when your posture is almost counterintuitive, when your posture makes other people look at you like, girl, why are you, why are you flip out? Why aren't you spaz? It's okay. Hey, given your set of circumstances, spaz. Go have you a drink, dude. Like, you deserve it. Given, given your circumstances, like, go cheat. Given your circumstances, like, just screw it. Like, given your circumstances, just do whatever you want to do. Excuse my language, but, you know, like, isn't that what the world does? When you go through something, you know, any scene you see in a movie and, and the main character is going through some things, they go straight to the bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the bartender is going to give them some wisdom, you know? I think the test is what our default setting is. You know, I think the test is the choice that we make when we're given a trial. The choice we make when we're given opposition. The choice we make when we're given someone cursing us. You know, the word says that we should bless those who curse us. Bless those who spitefully use us. Somebody smacks you on one cheek, give them the other cheek to smack. You know? Someone tells you to carry their luggage for them for one mile, you go an extra one. All these are biblical principles of how to serve people when it's hard. How to love people when it's the last thing you want to do. The word says, even heathens know how to love those who love them. But it's something special about somebody who loves someone who's unlovable. There's something real. That person is connected to God. That that person is privy to some things. That person has some knowledge has some wisdom, has some self-control. That person knows that their response is everything. Only love conquers hate. Hate doesn't conquer hate. Love, 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 love is the most important thing. And so the intentionality of God just wants to say, hey, whatever you can do to look more like me, there's no law against that. And the Bible talks about all the fruit of the Spirit. There's no law against pursuing those things. Faithfulness, kindness, gentleness, joy, peace. There's no law against pursuing those things and exhibiting those things. Through it all. (laughs) Through it all. Through it all. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to put my trust in Him. I've learned to keep my eyes on Him. I I know my Redeemer lives. I know where my help comes from. I know who God is. I know who God is. I know who God is. And so I'm going to close in prayer. And I just want to encourage you. I know that there are so many believers for the past few months. We've had some wins, but it just feels like we keep getting knocked down We are experiencing disappointment and we're experiencing confusion and we're looking up at God like, Lord, I thought that you were going to do this thing like this and you just came out of left field and you've got me in this holding pattern and I'm uncomfortable and, 
you know, you're putting me in positions that I don't want to be in and 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 all all that I thought this year was going to look like. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> and I'm tired of declaring and I'm tired of believing and I'm tired of praying. And I'm tired of telling people that it's going to turn around and nothing is happening. You know, um, I feel you if you're there and I understand and God feels you. It's just it's a matter of of what really matters. I would encourage everybody listening to this, if you haven't already, Elevation's most recent sermon, Choose Your Chains, Stephen Furtick, is like so, so good and right in alignment with what I've been talking about in this episode. Just choosing, choosing, make a, making a decision to choose what your identity will be, what your nature will be, what your habits will be. Choosing because those things, man, Bible says when your sin habits are full grown, they give birth to death. The wages of sin is death. And so it's just something to just think about and pray about. Anywho, um, I'm going to pray for us and then get going with this day because I just... My soul just got happy as I was talking to y'all. Super cathartic, so it's such a blessing. Um, Another thing to think about, I I made a video about this not too long ago. I watched Heart of Man, which is an amazing movie. It's on Right Now Media, if you have it. And um, it's just about, I had no idea what it was about. I was just intrigued and I wanted to watch it. Um, It's about... People who have had all kinds of sexual abuse have endured all kinds of sexual abuse. And I watched it with my dad and we were just we were obviously very heartbroken by the stories that we heard. But I found myself like wincing at some of the details and thinking to myself, how could they be so brave to share those things? God said, because I empowered them to. Because I've given them authority over the thing that held them captive. And now they rule over it. And you should aspire to be as free as they are. To tell the truth about the things that have happened to you without fear or shame. And so what you're going through, I I, I just want to tell you wherever you are, someone will be healed by the way that you walk through your fire. Somebody will be healed. And you might be fearful now and you might be ashamed now, but know this, it won't last forever. And if you just submit to God daily, sometimes it's not a, an instant thing. Sometimes it takes time to get rid of shame. I'm a living witness to have power and authority over the things that you've been through. Sometimes it's a process, but God is with you the entire time, walking with you the entire time, giving you revelation, giving you peace, giving you forgiveness, giving you authority, giving you perspective, all these things so that you can be fearless. And that doesn't change the sting of what happened to you or what's happening to you right now. But... (laughs) The freedom of of knowing and the the peace of knowing that someone is being healed, that you're being healed every time you tell your story, and that God is getting glory every single time you tell your story, that makes it all worth it. It does. The things that have happened to us, even the gruesome things, even the unsightly things, even 
the really dark things that have happened to us, God will let the light in and everything that the enemy meant for evil, God will make for good. So uh, let me pray for you. Like I say all the time, please pray for me. (laughs) Please (laughs) email me uh, any topics, any questions, any concerns. Um, If you want to donate to this ministry, Kiss the Waves, you are more than welcome to do that. If you want to email me, I'll give you the information to do that as well. Um, my email is kedu.mitch at gmail.com. So let me pray for you. Lord, thank you so much for each and every one of my listeners. Thank you that you've brought them to this episode, that, that something I've said has resonated with them. And it's not because I said it. It's because it's your voice and it's come from you. God, give us the strength to walk this thing out. We have no idea what we're doing. We are desperate for you, God. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would come in all of our circumstances and just be there with us. Just sit with us in it, God. Those of us who are needing deliverance, those of us who are needing freedom, those of us who have been bound by addictions and wrong thinking and um, relationships and bound by circumstances and all those things, God, they have to bow to the name of Jesus. So I just declare the name of Jesus over everyone under the sound of my voice. And I ask, Lord, that that you would heal their hearts. I ask that you would heal their hearts and I ask that you would make them whole for your name's sake and for your glory. I thank you for binding the enemy in the name of Jesus. And I thank you that all the promises in you are yes and amen to the glory of God. You are amazing. And we love you so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, I pray you have a fantastic day, evening, or night. Please rate this podcast. Please subscribe. Please share this with anyone you think would benefit from it. And stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you guys so much. Bye.